The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. This is the icon, Matt Hardy, the man who is stronger than death, and you are listening to the Rough House Podcast. The opinions expressed in the Rough House Podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing? MCW Pro Wrestling, CZW, Nad's Flappy Sack, Marvel Studios, Kellogg's, Frisky's Cat Food, Ted Turner, Jameson Irish Whiskey, Fruit of the Loom, Hershey's, Samsung, Amblin Entertainment, Groundskeeper Willie, or the cast and crew of The Walking Dead. Since the dawn of mankind, those in professional wrestling have turned to the Pro Wrestling Podcast to gain insight into how to do their jobs, how to create angles, develop new characters, and create fiery feuds with which to capture an audience's attention. What better group of individuals than basement dwellers on internet purchased microphones to guide the hand of a multi-million dollar industry? We're proud to present one such podcast courtesy of the Realm Network here at the Rough House where black people and white people watch wrestling and Hispanic people too and all people. Hey guys! Hi everybody! Welcome to the Rough House 2K19. Yeah, brand new year, brand new day. Man, a lot of stuff to cover. <laughs> oh my god! It's been a hell of a week. We we knew going into this week a lot was going to happen. Yes, man. And 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 the thing is, by the time this goes out. By the More time stuff probably you rough house, yeah. you rough house listeners have listened to this podcast. Yeah, things have probably changed. Yep. Deals have probably been signed. Yep, uh, it is. A, we, we may have signed by AEW yeah. by the time you listen to it. Hey, we're willing to be co-opted. We we <laughs> please <laughs> please, Cody. I know you listen, bro. All right, we are shockingly cheap. I had a Jaguars jacket when I was a kid. There you go, Starter? or something like that. Starter yeah, jacket? of course. Yeah, totally. Shade, shades of Dave Meltzer with yeah. the uh, San Jose Sharks jacket. <laughs> yes, it's a classic. <laughs> oh, Dave. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. no, I'm cool with the Jags. I, you know what? I love the Good Place. Uh, Jason Mendoza. You know, Bortles. Uh, Bortles. <laughs> I'm in, man. I'm in. Holler. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll move to Florida. I hate the heat, yeah. but for you, I'll do it. Guys, look at our Patreon. Does not take much to co-opt us. <laughs> I'm hearing about the money that's getting thrown out to guys. Oh, Christ. A, a fraction of that money Man. can be used to get a podcast supporting you. Uh, but you know what? Just give me a Baja Fresh gift card. <laughs> That's good for a burrito or two a week, and I'm set, man. Yeah. I'm yours. You can yeah. do with me what you want. Yeah. <laughs> put me in a mask and, and you know, make me do the job for everybody. I don't care. Yeah. I'll put everybody over. Exactly. Put let's, me in a bear suit. Uh, but but let, let, let's, before we dive into <laughs> AEW, because yeah, yeah, yeah. there's there's a lot of question marks. Oh there are a lot of things there. Uh, 2019 starting on kind of a downer. As oh, uh, yeah. Mean Gene Okerlund passed away, yeah. 76 years young. Yeah. Um, I, he's had a, a lot of medical issues over the years. Sure. Um, I know he's had multiple kidney transplants. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't want to uh, guesstimate as to, to why that happened. Dude only shark me as a heavy drinker. <laughs> but, you know, um, one of the all-time greats. Uh, yeah. He, in, in a world full of over-the-top 
cartoonish characters. He was the grounding element. He was. The ultimate straight man. And everyone who has held a microphone to a professional wrestler since yeah. has tried to walk in his footsteps. Sure. Yeah, uh, iconic voice. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you could pick it out of a lineup anywhere. You know, you're at a party and you hear, you hear Gene's voice. You're like, oh, and you yeah. start looking around like, oh, one nine hundred nine oh nine ninety nine hundred. Where are my friends? Okay, where, where could I go make friends with people? Yes. Uh, but yeah, he was, um, he 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 was the best that ever. Uh, you know, the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. Yeah. Um, in in terms of that, um, and yeah, it, I can't say it was a shock. I mean, you know, it was kind of. You know, one of those things that you, you saw some photos of him recently. He was in town for an MCW thing. Yeah. And Dan shared a really nice story of him, you know, sticking to his booking and stuff like that, which is really heartwarming. Um, but you look at him, he's like, oh, man, you know, Gene doesn't look great. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll be honest, 76 for guys of that era, kind of high up there in age. Well, not many uh, guys of that era make it to 76 either, yeah. which is impressive. Yeah. It's all right. But he wasn't in the ring taking bumps either. Right, right. Um, but still, um, you know, the the wealth of knowledge in his head and, you know, just what he did for the business was something that, uh, you know, I don't think it can be uh, duplicated at this point. You know, it was kind of a, a point in time where something like that can stand out. And uh, we're not really at that point right now, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of... Yeah, transgressed to uh, to other things, but uh, yeah, Mean Gene, um, just uh, it's a terrible loss. Yeah, uh, definite shame. Uh, thoughts go out to his friends, family, yeah. all that, but uh, not Hulk Hogan though. Uh, no, no, um, really don't want to see him back on Monday. No, no, uh, you, you got Ric Flair right there. Yeah, uh, and I think he's gonna. Yeah, he's gonna yeah, be and, there. And he's gonna be there. Yeah. I, and I'm just saying, one big mean woo by God, Gene yeah. would be the way to do it, yeah. and instead. Here's your reason to put Hogan back in the spotlight. You know they were just waiting for something. Oh, they've been they've been waiting for something for months. Hey, don't chew in that wire. <laughs> Get off of that. Um, it's one of my foster cats decides <laughs> to attack wires. We were recording in person this time, so yes. Um, but uh, yeah, they, they've they've been looking for a reason to bring Hogan back, and in terms of reasons to put Hogan on TV. This isn't a terrible one. However, s- the overarching uh, <laughs> thing of bringing Hogan back, still, I'm not uh, 100% okay with it. Yeah, not not great. Do you think this is going to be in front of a live audience, or do you think this is a pre-tape? Um, I think they're going to put him in front of a live audience. Uh, that feels like they're playing with fire. That's mm, me. I don't know where Raw is, yeah. but yeah. I'm pretty sure that Hogan will get a pop. Yeah. I think we're a, a vocal minority. Yeah. Um, literally, because uh, <laughs> it's it's the minority that he's been going against. Um, <laughs> but that being said, you know, in the grand scheme of wrestling things, WWE yeah. skews a little more Caucasian to what I look and see out in the crowd. Yeah. Um, and a lot, and depending on if it's in the, the Dirty South or up north or in the right. Midwest where, right. you know, they don't even have the internet in most places. Um, <laughs> it's... <laughs> Hogan's gonna get a pop, and that's what they want. Yeah. So, and that's what they'll use. And God, if they turn him into a fucking GM, I'm not watching Raw. Yeah, I'm no. not doing it. I, 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 I watch it now. <laughs> I, I <laughs> would not slash do not blame you. Um, yeah, just just a shame. I, I guess it's it's that twofold shame of one, sad to see Mean Gene go. Yeah. Two, sad to see his passing co opted. 
Uh, yeah, but uh, you know, again, it's it's, it's WWE. It's, it's pro. Wrestling. It's pro wrestling. You gotta you gotta use it, right? Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, <laughs> to that point, you know, it, it's funny. I know normally we focus so much on WWE programming because yeah. it is the biggest thing in town. I am struggling to recall a thing of note to happen on Raw or SmackDown. It, 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 it felt uh, like, uh, I mean, AJ Styles and McMahon had their little to do, but that's that's about it. That's there was, I think, a uh, num- new number one contender name yes. for Daniel Bryan's yeah. uh, WWE in AJ Styles. Yep, and it was it was him. It was Jeff Hardy. It was Rey Mysterio, Joey Samoe, and Mustafa Ali. And Mustafa Ali. That's right. Yeah, which I thought he, maybe he would pick it up. And uh, I definitely thought fluke win. Yeah, would lead to that instead. We're we're getting a a rematch uh, at the Rumble. Not that I'm complaining. No, the match will be great. The, the match will be very very good. Just felt like a, a prime opportunity to do something unique or different. I mean, even Rey Mysterio Jr. against yeah. Daniel Bryan would have been unique, different, and I think fun. that's going to happen at some point still. Undoubtedly. Uh, but it's it just one of those things where you go, ah. Oh, it's, so kind of it's kind of a double-edged sword because I want to see these people in the Rumble match itself as yeah. well. So I think Ray and Mustafa Ali in the Rumble match leads to some really fun possibilities. Oh, um, sure. You know, AJ Styles obviously made his debut in the Royal Rumble, so he's yeah. seen what he can do in there. So, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't hate it. The match will be great. It'll be fine. But yeah, yeah like you said, it could have been a little. Hey, let's do something a little bit different. But right, right. And back and to it, the rematch. It almost kind of feels like uh, the the focus here now is oh, there are no more automatic rematches. But there are multiple person <laughs> right. matches, which could lead to automatic rematches. Yeah. We're getting uh, Carmella versus Charlotte versus Becky Lynch yes. to determine the number one contender for Asuka next week on SmackDown. Right. And I'm guessing Becky wins that. Uh, I would hope. I, I would like that. There's part of me that... think Charlotte? Think, no, I'm thinking Carmella. You think Carmella? Yeah. I mean, she's riding the dance break wave and everything. Yeah. But, but it strikes me as a way to pull her out of the rumble. Oh, okay. I was just going to say, she already has a guaranteed number 30 spot in the Rumble, yeah, which would get her a title shot eventually, but why wouldn't she want a title shot? Now, I guess it makes sense. Right, right. But wouldn't Plus, she want a title it, shot it gives, at WrestleMania? Well, yes, but I'm, I'm thinking it gives Asuka also uh, a, the ability to kill a woman right. on the Rumble. Straight murder <laughs> yeah. in Phoenix. Absolutely murder, murder and murk someone on the yeah. way to Mania, which is something that Asuka needs right now. Asuka yeah. needs... These wins, these these definitive moments to pull her out of that mix. Yeah, she needs to reassert her um, dominance. So, yeah. her ultimate surrender dominance. Yes. <laughs> ah, yes. Uh, and it, it would it would stand That's to reason also that uh, Charlotte and Becky would essentially cancel each other out in terms of being able to win. Why well, you got to talk with logic in here? I know, Christ. I know. I'm applying logic to WWE booking. Always a great idea. All right, it's going to be Charlotte, and then she'll lose by some kind of uh, Ronda Rousey, Ronda Rousey sort of thing or whatever, and then it'll set up the triple threat at WrestleMania. Yeah, okay, yeah, it'll let's, be. Let's be honest. It'll be a thing. That's going to um, be a thing. Uh, either way, you know. Yeah. Oh, and I guess we did have Drew versus Dolphin in a cage match. That happened on oh, Monday. Oh yeah, that did happen, didn't it? Yeah. Okay. But I'll be honest. the The New Year's shows feel so long ago because of everything <laughs> that has happened <laughs> since. So. Right. 3 a.m. Eastern Time, Midnight okay. Pacific. Uh-huh. The announcement came out. I was officially awake. official. <laughs> I stayed uh, up. <laughs> well, 
Did you stay up or were you already well, working? I was I was working. I got home around like one thirty two from my uh, from my DJ gig on New Year's Eve. So I'm mm-hmm. like, uh yeah, I looked at my I looked at the whole time I'm like it's another hour. Yeah. So I, I waited it out, I threw on like some parks and rec to to keep me me laughing and and, and stimulated. And then <clears throat> the time came and I'm refreshing Twitter, refreshing, <laughs> refreshing Twitter, and I see people posting, it's up, it's up, and then I go to the YouTube page and it wasn't there and then yeah. I you know, it took a couple minutes to uh, to finally show up, and then I watched the vi- you know I load the video, and it's like all oh, this. Uh, I don't want to watch the whole thing. I just skip to the end, right? Like the impulsive um, uh, millennial that I am, and uh, and, I, and I see them at, in front of the Tokyo Dome, and they all get together, and, yeah, and whatever, and then then you know everything yeah. everything, uh, everything was revealed. Um, all Elite Wrestling, AEW, and- it's real. By the way, this was the scoop that Chris was alluding to yes. on our social media. Yes, did have a, did have a scoop from a friend of a friend of a friend. We know people who know people. Yeah, like friends of Matt and Nick. Uh, so yes. we're a couple we're a couple removed. I mean, I'm yes. not going to say like I have a direct line to the guys yes. or anything, but couple removed and uh, we had we had some intel that uh, didn't want yes. to didn't want to blow name up that friend's <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, it, it is true, and there's still some little little nugs that we had heard that have not yet come to fruition. So. Don't want to play them out yet, no, because we don't want to uh, to muddy the water. No, no, because it seems like there's a lot of uh, a lot of negotiation still happening right now. Yes, so it but, is but all elite out, yeah. wrestling. It is a thing. It is the the Tony Khan guy, the owner of the Jaguars, as was rumored way back in October. Yep. It's real. Yep. And it, apparently, it, yes. A hundred million dollars is what this guy is willing to throw over the first two years or just the first year? I, I, I'll be honest, I can't recall. Uh, it, one of the two. So, either so way, many 50 million a year is a lot of money to sink. Yeah. And, and apparently, uh, you know, piecing together the rumor and scuttlebutt yeah. from multiple locations, six figure deals yeah. being offered to guys on the indies, which in and of itself, unreal. <laughs> I know. Uh, I, I was reading something. Uh, I, I did not know this. Apparently, Kyle O'Reilly, when he was on top of Ring of Honor uh-huh. as champion, 80k a year plus whatever he was making in New Japan. Wow. So, you know, that was what 4 or 5 years ago? Yeah. The the jump up in the standard of living for wow. notable indie wrestlers has definitely grown. I mean, we have not seen a moment like this since WCW. No. And and I I recognize that there is a contingent uh vocal contingent who want to attack this. I understand that this will not realistically take down the WWE. No, I don't we're want not saying it that. to take down the WWE. Yeah. However, for the first time in almost 20 years, uh-huh. a possible true rival yeah. providing real life-changing money, like Uber, <laughs> to indie wrestlers is here. Yeah. And look, there's there's so many X factors. We don't know what the T V deal is. If we there don't, is one. We don't know what's gonna happen with these guys who are in between AEW, ROH, New Japan, Impact, MLW, Lucha, Impact, AAA. A lot of things could break bad. All we know right now is there's a company that is looking to be number two. And there's nothing wrong with that. No. I I hope they grow large enough where they could be a number one at some point. But they want to come in. 
They want to be a number two. They want to give guys work. They want to be an alternative. Yes. I see no reason to not be excited about the possibility of this. People, for whatever reason, want to see people fail. And it's this uh, schadenfreude or wherever you say that word. Yeah. Um, it's, that you you it's enjoy the strange. misery of others. And lighten the fuck up, people. Okay? <laughs> Look. <clears throat> and I know there's a lot of hate for Cody and even more hate for Brandy. Jesus Christ, people. Yeah. Simmer the fuck down. All right, listen. Yeah. Brandy, now, don't get me wrong. Her having the same title as Stephanie McMahon is funny. It's hilarious. And that was my point. It's that, hilarious. That's what I was trying to point out. But, hey, she clearly knows some things. She she has a degree in marketing, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> yeah. So there's that qualification. Yeah. She has spent time in WWE and Ring of Honor <clears throat> and Impact and New Japan. So yeah. she sees how the, these things are worked behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, she, you know, married into wrestling royalty family. Yeah. So there's that going for her as well. Fuck, people. Jesus Christ, at least give her a chance before you say this dumb bitch is going to ruin the company. Oh, I wonder how she got that job. She's blowing the fucking COO or whatever. Fuck off. All right. Uh, (laughs) Sorry. Jesus. Uh, Like, let people branch out and try something. You know, they're they're trying to, to... Help the business as a whole. And sure, Vince may swallow this thing up by this time next year or this time in 2021. And at that point, have your jollies and laugh. Yeah. Um, but to to damn them before they even get, you know, uh, a foot on the ground yeah. is just a shitty thing to do. Yeah. And, and look, let, let's pull the curtain all the way back here. Professional wrestling right now, the biggest company in the world, has two million viewers. Yeah. You look back to the Monday Night Wars between WWF and WCW, they had 10 million viewers yeah. weekly. Yeah. I want those 8 million viewers to exist again. And it's not just out of, I want the thing that I like to have fans. I want this podcast to grow. <laughs> yeah, more fans be cool with that. means more potential podcast Probably listeners, <laughs> mean more people engaged in professional wrestling, means more people excited about professional wrestling, yeah. means that it can attain a level of mainstream notoriety that it has not in some time. I was just at MAGFest, and yes, MAGFest is a niche of a niche of a niche, sure. but everywhere I walked, I saw... Bullet Club t-shirts, yeah. Kenny Omega t-shirts, and yeah, Kenny Omega is a game nerd like all the people is around. Right. There is an air around these guys that I have not seen in wrestling in a long time. And that's not to take away from the guys who have been on top in between. Sure. You know, John Cena, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, all these guys, they have done very well in professional wrestling, but they have not captured the zeitgeist quite in the same way that it seems the elite are on their way to doing. Right. Plus, the elite has done it without the help of the WWE machine, which is all the more impressive. Yeah. It's been a grassroots DIY sort of thing. You know, sure, they went from the bingo halls and the gymnasiums and and worked their way up to Ring of Honor, where they made a hell of a name for themselves and PWG and everything. And that's, you know, worked its way up into killer matches at the Tokyo Dome and headlining the uh, Walter Pyramid and tag match sort of show. These guys, you know, obviously Cody, like we said, came from the family and came up through the WWE system. But that also gives him a unique perspective right. uh, to know how things are run and can apply that here. And in AEW, 
and he also has something to prove, you know. Absolutely. And I think that's his I think that's probably his big driving motivating factor. He here. wants to bet on himself. Yeah. Much as all in and the success of all right. in was these three guys saying we can elevate independent wrestling yeah. beyond. And yeah, I know you can say, well, Ring of Honor helped with the show and blah 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 blah. Sure. Cool. They use the contacts they had to make a show work. That's how things work in business. Yeah, <laughs> that's how business works, this kids. Is true. This is true. Yeah. You work your you work your network. Hey, I know a guy. Yeah. All right. Great. Awesome. Ring. Done. Yeah. Um, it, it just the fact is, these guys have the potential to do something that we have not seen in a very long time, yes. and do it on their own terms, not do it within the existing system to build something unique and different. And I don't know if you guys remember the Monday Night Wars, but it was a lot of fucking fun. Yeah, <laughs> that was, you know, everybody talks about bring back the Attitude Era, bring back this and that. What made the Attitude Era good wasn't the boobs and the crotch dick jokes. Yeah. It was the fact that they had Though somebody, they were all fun. They were fun. <laughs> um, we were also adolescents at the time. Yes. So, but, however... What made that era fun is that they had somebody sniffing on their back heels, and eventually they got overtaken by them. So that made everybody um, be more creative. Yes. And that's really what it is. We, uh, You know, the last six months of this podcast mostly has been talking about how uh, complacent and how boring and not how not un unexciting WWE storylines have been. Because yes. they're securely in first place at this point. Absolutely. There's nobody nipping at their uh, heels here. So now if... If, obviously, I'm not thinking this is a sure thing, if AEW does, you know, make some waves and become a competitor with WWE, that will force WWE to, you know, reassess what they're doing and figure out how to get and retain the eyes, the fewer eyes that they had on their product. Yeah. And now, um, so that'll, that'll, it, it, it uh, what is it, the, uh, something tide raises all ships or whatever, uh, that old right sort of tide thing. raises all ships. Yeah, I'm not good with, uh, cliches. It's okay. But, um, but that's, that's the one. So, it, it it's gonna help everybody. People are gonna get paid, we're gonna get better content, we're gonna yeah. get more content, um, and plus with the stuff that we're already getting, it's, it's actually really exciting, and if you're hating on it, then, you know, you yeah. hate, you hate, you just hate so yeah stop hating could it fail Absolutely. sure sure there's a 60 percent chance of it yeah <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna sugarcoat it and say this is a sure thing yeah no, i i, a I good think chance this falls flat on his face every single one of those guys is taking a massive absolute personal risk yeah they're betting they're betting on they're betting on themselves. Like, yes. You know, they're putting all their chips on the table. They're going all in. I mean, it's all there. The, yes. the symbolism is there. They're going yes. all in on themselves yes. and this idea. You know, cuz right now, um the Young Bucks probably got a diesel offer from WWE. Kenny yes. Omega probably got one of the greatest offers allegedly allegedly uh, three and a half mil. Is that what it was, that was the number? Yes. God damn. Per year. Yes. Shit. That's a hell of a fucking deal. Yeah. Um, and they're turning, allegedly, we don't know what Kenny's doing yet, more on that later, um, and the Bucks turned down money deals yeah. um, to, to do this. So, and, and if they go and do it and they fail, 
that deal isn't going to be there. Yeah, exactly. That that deal is going to be back. easily halved, if, if not, not lower. Less. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm sure Ring of Honor would love to have him back if this. Fails. Oh, sure. You know, New Japan stuff like that. But they're stuck in the eyes of of Vince and and uh, and Trips and Steph and whomever else makes those decisions over there. Canyon Seaman or whatever. Um, I just wanted to say the word Seaman. I'm sorry. Um, you know, Canyon the, Seaman does sound like a gay porn star. It's such a great name. Yeah. How is he not? I mean, I've. I don't remember what the guy looks like, but I yeah. don't know if he could pull it off. He, he has kind not. of a John Laurinaitis vibe. Oh, God, I miss Johnny Ace. Uh, anyway, uh, um, so yeah. So, so talk about the money. You know, Kenny Omega, allegedly, WWE, I think, flew him from Japan to Connecticut last week yeah. to meet and yeah. present this offer to him in person. Yeah. Um, allegedly three and a half mil. That's a lot of fucking money. Uh, I'm not sure what he's making in New Japan. Uh, I would guess based off of what saying Okada makes because he's a, a similar guy. Yeah, it's about a mil a year, Ooh. and that's before merch. You gotta remember, yeah. merch is an entirely yeah, yeah, different yeah, yeah. thing. And hey, a uh, million dollars is nothing to frown at. Hell no, um, but fact is, uh, you know that that's that's a lot of money. It's a and, lot of money, and. Uh, you look at Kenny because Kenny Kenny's under contract until January thirty first. He can't right. make any decisions until that's sure. done. Well, mentally, Kenny just can't well, put yeah, pen to yeah. paper. He can't put pen to paper. <laughs> this is his moment. Yeah, he's thirty five years old. Mm-hmm. Whatever deal he signs gonna be for two, maybe three years. He's gonna be on the wrong side of his thirty when it's done. Yeah. Does not say he can't have a few more peak years. Sure. Look at AJ Styles. Yeah. AJ Styles, 42, still killing it. Yeah. But this is the moment to get paid. Yeah. If you look at the landscape of the WWE, if you are a Kenny Omega, with the amount of money they are paying you and the lack of any stars at the top, not to say that the, you know, the guys that we like aren't good. Right. I'm just saying there is not... A Roman Reigns yeah. name at the top. There is a space where someone has to be put in as a main eventer immediately. Yeah, I mean, and but that doesn't necessarily mean he's going to get over. Oh, I, I and and I love Kenny Omega. He won't. <laughs> he won't. He's a Seth Rollins. He he does not have the skill set to thrive in a WWE. You're probably right. His his his, his promos. Come off in one or two ways. And I say this as a fan of the guy. His promos come off in one or two ways. Either try hard or too insidery. Yeah. I mean, like the 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 video game video he produced yeah. that he wanted to have as his intro video that the internet was going nuts over. Uh-huh. I thought it was really fun. But A, I knew what video game was. And B, I'm okay with insider references. <laughs> right. If you take it out of, co- out of those contexts, it's really freaking cringy. Yeah, and it is. And... You know, it's not going to work. But that's that's the thing. But it's also New Japan where that's also video Japan. games were born in Japan and it's very <laughs> right. much a part of the culture. Right. Much more so than it right. is over here right. in the States. <laughs> but, but what I'm saying is Kenny Omega is not a Roman Reigns. No. Kenny Omega is not a Steve Austin or Dwayne Johnson or any of these guys. He's an incredibly talented in-ring worker sure. with usable promo skills. Mm-hmm. He would be in AJ Styles. Yeah. That would be his highest level, I feel. But I feel like AJ Styles is a better version of Kenny Omega, and you already have him under contract. 
and and that's not me saying Kenny's bad. I I, I don't want to be. You're looking at in t- terms of what Vince wants. In terms of what works in the WWE system, right? He's not going to get the ability to do 40 minute five star classics, right? The best bout machine is not going to be focused on best bouts. He no. ha- would have to become the best storyteller machine, right? Which is an entirely different animal. Which was the entire story of his yeah. match at Wrestle Kingdom yeah. was different styles of telling an in-ring story. Yeah, and we'll, we'll come back and to we'll Wrestle get, Kingdom. We'll get back to that. It, it, it's like you have an extremely talented prog rock musician and you're going, can you write a three-minute pop song? <laughs> you're, tr- you're trying to put Getty Lee in front of Papa Roach. Exactly. <laughs> it's it's Some things can translate. Some things may work. It'll be a hell of a baseline. But... It's not the same skill set, and right. that, that does not diminish the skill set that he has. Right. And if I'm Kenny, there's probably a big thing in the back of my head saying, time to get paid. Well, yeah, and also, you look at the, those best bout uh, matches. Yeah. And he, like, fucking kills himself. Yeah. You know, he goes he goes very hard, in all respect, yeah. in the world to him, but he puts his body on the line a lot in those matches, you know, some of them 60, 65 minutes, uh, yeah. you know, over the course of his his run at the top of New Japan here. So, you know, in terms of, um, or in addition to get that money, there's also, um, you know, maybe he does a 25-minute show uh, match at a, at a pay-per-view yeah. and, you know, maybe a 15-minute match at a couple house shows. You know, will the schedule be a little more in the travel? Well, that kind of comes with the WWE territory. Sure. So that's another thing to put in the pro and con list. I'm not sure where that falls yeah. on either side of his list because yeah. I'm not inside his fucking head. But yeah, there's a lot of different factors to consider. Um, and, you know, I don't I don't know if Kenny is the make money guy. I feel like he I feel like he kind of loves what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, you know, New Japan has put a lot of time and effort into into building him up. So maybe he wants to uh, to stick around and and help uh, take it to the next level. Yeah, I mean he lives in Japan. Which, yeah, which he says, learned the language, which says something about his his interest in the culture and yeah. interest in where he is. Yeah, but you know, uh, that's where Kota Ibushi is. Right. Aw. <laughs> um, but man. I mean, you know, to the closest comparison I can give in in recent memory is you look at a Shinsuke Nakamura and Nakamura, for better or for worse has in so many words kind of described WWE as his retirement plan. Yeah. <laughs> and he's pretty much been acted that way. He too. wanted to move his family to America. Uh-huh. He got to do that. He wanted to get paid well. He's doing that. He wanted to be able to focus more on the character and less on the hard edge yeah. ring work and he's able to do that. Yeah. If these are decisions you yourself are making as quote unquote an artist which I recognize is his gimmick. Well, well, a his gimmick, but it's also like the most up your own ass thing you can probably say as a professional wrestler. Well, but it, it but is. It, it's it is a creative pursuit. You are doing essentially it's performance art, athletic live theater. Yeah. <laughs> you have to decide which one you want. Ballet be. with bumps. And, uh, yeah, and and that's that's I need where to copyright that. I, I like that a lot, by the way. <laughs> but that's that's where. Kenny Omega has to figure it out. But as it stands, AEW are the Bucks. Yep. Cody. Yep. Hangman Page. Yep. 
Brandy Rhodes, uh-huh. and I think it's Nick's, Nick's wife. wife. Yeah. yeah, she's doing all the merchandise. Yeah, yeah, she's she's kind of the 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 worker behind their DIY sort of thing. They kind of exactly kind of lean on her to she she like she was like packing envelopes full of T-shirts before. Oh yeah, you know pro wrestling tees and stuff. Yeah, like Young that. Bucks and, Merch and dot com yeah. was all her. Um, so yeah, that's that's where it is right now. Um, uh, January eighth, this coming Tuesday yes. is the Double or Nothing Rally. Yes, uh, it in is the same city. City, as, uh, as SmackDown, which is also Jacksonville. Yes. Uh, so that's really bad routing for WWE. Yeah. Uh, it's anticipated we are going to find out more members of the roster. Right. I assume confirmation of SCU being signed. Sure. I mean, that's uh, pretty much a foregone conclusion. I don't know who else is going to be a part of that roster. I mean, there's, there's rumors flying back and forth, including two of your favorite individuals yes. possibly getting an offer, but yeah. nothing has been signed for any of these guys uh, that, that are out there in the ether right now right and there's a lot um, of contract things you know that are uh that, up, in that are up in the air because in the air you know a lot of these talents that they're probably pursuing um may be under contract with other companies yeah I, um, and guys are getting snapped up i mean this week you have mlw announcing that they've signed the heart foundation yep. all three members uh you have ring of honors notable signings uh in terms of signing bandito mark haskins pco mm-hmm. brody king uh, I'm sure there's going to be a big January class from WWE for NXT. Yep. Uh, it, it, it's really going to be interesting who says yes to what and when. Yeah. But January 8th, that's when all the AEW stuff gets announced, including the date and location of Double or Nothing, which is all in two. Right. Uh, I've heard Vegas. I've heard Memorial Day weekend. I mean, Vegas makes sense, you know, yeah. with the motif and, and, and everything there. And... You know, uh, it's going to be a big fly-in show. You know, Vegas has a, mm-hmm. a huge airport. Not a lot of people live in Vegas, you know, yeah. aside from if you live there, you work in the casinos. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's kind of like a resort town. Oh, kind of like a resort. It is a fucking resort yeah, town. Yeah. Well, kind of like. Um, but <clears throat> so there's not a lot of like, probably not a lot of built-in local people to show up. So you'll, you're fully relying on everybody to fly in for that. Unlike Chicago, where it was... A mm-hmm. lot of uh, mm-hmm. it's a homegrown uh, wrestling city. Yeah. I will say, kind of interesting. The Starcast logo was on that uh, banner for uh, the Double or Nothing. Uh, rally. Oh, I must have looked over that. Yeah, so it makes me wonder if we're getting another Starcast. Hey, well, well, makes sense. It was pretty yeah. successful the first time. Oh yeah, around. yeah. It, it it just kind of it, it's interesting to see who's in bed with who uh, all the way through yeah. to, to this uh, and yeah, the other yeah, thing. Yeah. So um, yeah, I, I guess we'll see how that plays out, but. Uh, January eighth is going to be a big day. It's yeah, gonna a big we're, we're going to have even more details, and um, you know, I'd like to maybe get an uh, an announcement of an announcer, some kind of play by play. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd love to know there. who's involved. Um, I mean, rumors have put Jim Ross there, right? Um, but I mean, you know, there's great talent out there. Uh, I, I'd love to see a Kevin Kelly. I'd love to see an Excalibur. I'd yeah. love to see any number of different talents behind the microphone. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I saw uh, not JBL. Not JBL. I, hey, Not that he would. I saw someone toss out the idea. What the fuck? Throw CM Punk behind a commentary. Huh? He's he was really fun on commentary <laughs> on Raw. When yeah, he was but doing it with that was when he was still enjoying yeah, pro when, wrestling. When, when he he, he kind of hates pro wrestling. pro wrestling now. So. That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, but you know, I, I I'd love for that guy to stop being an asshole. That's really where <laughs> that's really where I sit. I'm not gonna hold my breath. Yeah, on I'm that. not holding my breath on it. Um, <laughs> but it's interesting to see where that goes. It's gonna be interesting to see 
Uh, I haven't heard anything more about it, but apparently uh, Saturday morning there was a meeting between AEW, New Japan, and Ring of Honor. So that was uh, my next point. I wanted who are they going to get in bed with? Who are they going to kind of uh, exactly. work out some deals of talent share and yeah. crossovers and stuff like that? Because really, when I'm looking at this thing overall, that is where they live or die. Yeah, is making deals with another organization, whether it be Impact or New Japan or Ring of Honor or, you know, PWG or MLW. Like, like we said, there's a million, you know, possibilities I mean, there, there are, you know, there are ways this could work. And and I don't know that necessarily Sinclair would be cool with this. But what if Ring of Honor were the NXT to AEW's WWE? What if New Japan got to play between both? Yeah. You know, um, and, and granted, a lot of this comes from my own selfishness as someone <laughs> who has tickets for that fucking MSG show. But I would love for AEW talent to be on that show. Um, I, I, I think it's it's going to be very interesting in these next few days and weeks to see how the landscape lays out, especially because top of Wrestle Kingdom this year. Yeah. They announced all these shows, and they're going big. They are. They're they're kicking off the G1 in Dallas. In Dallas in a 17,000-person arena. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, a, that's a bold move. And not only is the G1 going to be in Dallas, the G1's going to be in fucking London. Yep. In a 15,000-person arena, and then they're doing three nights at fucking Budokan again. Yeah. Well, I don't think London will be a problem for them. Um, uh, Dallas, Dallas is a big move. Dallas is, is a real, uh, you know, like uh, Randy Marsh putting his balls in the wheelbarrow and rolling down the street sort of move right there. Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, that's, that's, yeah. that's some big... And, and, and you will need some names to get 17,000 people <laughs> that's in That's a big, big confidence right there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and, you know, there's a lot of... Questions even on the New Japan side, non AEW, because apparently Okada and uh, Kushida mm-hmm. and who was the third one? Um, Naito. There, yes, there were three names floating around. Yeah, of people allegedly weren't happy with uh, this Harold Mage guy being backstage yeah. and the way the the back uh, is being run and the business side of things yeah. are being run right now. Who aren't happy? So they are. A, possibilities for WWE to come in and poach. I I hear Kushida's pretty much on his way. (sighs) Kushida's such a goddamn fucking delight. I love that guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, But I feel like he could do okay. Well, I hear it's 205. So, (sighs) Hideo Itami 2, coming to your television soon. (sighs) Now, I'm just going to say this. Hideo Itami jumping to New Japan would be awesome. I'd rather see him in AEW, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, or, hey, or if, if they can, if they one can or work one it a. out, um, but um, but yeah, Naito would be a huge. O- Okada and Naito are the two big, you know. Kushida is amazing and great, yes. but he's not the Okada Naito. Level. He's not one of the big four. No, um, and that's half of their big four, right? Yeah. There. So with Omega uh, on yeah. the t- on, you know. On the table as well. Pretty much Tanahashi, the only one guaranteed. And, and he signed. He re-signed already. Right, yeah. yeah. The, a- Ace is sticking around, so you don't have to worry about him. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's that's three quarters of your main event kind of up in the air right now. Yeah. Um, so, it you know, if they want to drop a whole bunch of ducats on Okada to have him stay and give him some guarantees yeah. on some things, and, and Naito, I mean, the, the crowd, I mean, <clears throat> watching Wrestle Kingdom yesterday, 
the crowd, you know, Japanese crowds are very different from American crowds. Yes. Plus, you're in a dome where the sound goes up and you don't really hear all the reactions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when you do hear the reactions, that's when you know they're fucking hot. Exactly. And for those last two matches, the two main events of the show, Jericho yeah. and Naito and um, uh, Tanahashi Omega. and Omega, crowds were fucking hot, man. Yeah. And that was after already being there for five, four and a half, five hours. Yeah. So those, those are your guys. I mean, yeah. you know- Naito's had his his issues being over with the crowd back yeah, and yeah, forth yeah. throughout his storyline over the past couple of years, but you have him against you know this this foreign motherfucker like Chris Jericho coming in mm-hmm. there and crowd firmly behind him. But then at the end of the match, he goes full you know douchebag Naito anyway, and he's yeah. beating up uh, you know uh, red shoes and his son and spitting yeah, yeah. on people and dragging the title behind him. I'm like, exactly, That's some good stuff right there. Yeah, um, and then uh, and then yeah, I mean Tanahashi and Omega. Omega kind of came in as as the motherfucker. Uh, yeah. Foreigner in there as well. You know this new style guy against our ace, who we've loved for years. Yeah, representing the purity of right. strong of, style. Yes, of Japanese, you know, kind of like the the legacy of Japanese wrestling. Exactly. So, uh, so yeah, the, and the the crowd crowds were into him, man. So you know, can New Japan? Um, weather a storm of losing any, if not a couple, of those guys. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. The thing that's so interesting, uh, just one of those random throwaway things that came up on on uh, Observer Radio this week. Uh, Uncle Dave was still rambling at length into I'll the bet. internet uh, while in Japan. Yeah. Um, Gato, mm-hmm. head booker. Yeah. Books two years at a time. Wow. So he has plans for the next two years now. Well, I mean, those can obviously change. Yes, if people yeah, don't stick yeah. It's, it's, it's he has to have he like shifts a, things around. He also, to, he has to bandersnatch it. He has yeah. to make a choose, yeah, exactly. choose your own adventure. Sort exactly, of he's gonna go crazy and kill he, somebody. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, he's a professional wrestler. That's how these things go. <laughs> oh, oh no. Uh, oh, Gato Benoit. <laughs> hey, man, they they were paired up in the first round of uh, J-Cup 94. They can be paired up more than one way. Are, were they really? Uh, they yeah. were the same team? I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah. Uh, or actually, it was damn. second round, but uh, that, that's, that's me dork. being pedantic. <laughs> um, so uh, it, was way, it was way back in the day. Gato looked like a fat pig, not not lying. I have to look that up. a fat dude in baggy pants. Um, Good on him. Anyway, uh Wrestle Kingdom, yeah, thirteen in the books. Yes, big time show, thirty eight thousand legit at the Tokyo Dome. Yeah, biggest legit number in ten plus years. Um, pretty impressive, man. Yeah, and they're going for broke next year, yeah. looking to do two days back to back at the dome. I, I will say one thing that I noticed, and sure, the thirty eight thousand was legit paid, but there were you know a number of comps and i loved um on the one side of the ring where there was the big space where they had a bunch of the crazy spots yeah. um where they had like the line of chairs yeah uh, in front of the uh, uh the guardrail of like yeah. the high rollers who probably like oh yeah that, that was like the, <clears throat> the most bougie sort of like the chairs were garbage and i'm sure they were uncomfortable as hell yeah but you could tell that those were the high rollers sitting there and they were they were doing their little golf claps and exactly, over there. I, exactly. I, I, I did love that uh <laughs> that was just one thing i noticed so what do you think of the show I, on, on the whole, I, I know we'll talk about some of the matches. We- I really, I really enjoyed it. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, it's a big, long show. Yeah. Um, and luckily, I didn't watch it live at three a.m. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I even broke it up into a couple, a uh, couple pieces watching same, it, which same. is which is easier to do. Um, but the the matches I think were really really good. Yeah. Uh, there were a lot of holy shit moments. I mean. And I, I was spoiled, so I was talking with my buddy Mark about this. He he uh, didn't 
he stayed off the internet all day Friday and into Smart Saturday man. until he watched the show because he didn't want anything to be spoiled. Yeah. Um, I just needed to know immediately who won what when I woke right, up right. in the I, morning. I, I wanted to know where all this was going. Yes, exactly. <clears throat> so I did. Um, and it, it kind of... I don't want to say well. It didn't ruin. It may have take it t- took away a little bit of you know the excitement of watching the matches because some you, of those matches you though knew even, the outcome even knowing the outcome I I ate near falls oh sure because you don't know when it's coming right you know right. I I stayed away from Mr Lariato and his uh and his and his gift recaps yes. uh, to avoid all the big spots so I could you know kind of enjoy it in that way um but you know Osprey and um Kota Ibushi did not disappoint no. in their death defying murdering of each other yeah um I really enjoyed Kushida and. Uh, Taiji Ishimori. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was a hell of a good match. Um, the top three matches were just yeah. fucking outstanding. They were probably the three best on the ma- on the on the card. Which is what you want. You well, know? yeah, absolutely. Uh, like the I, I will say of of the past few years of Wrestle Kingdoms, uh, it was not my favorite. No. Um, but it was to me uh, a great example of the buffet of professional wrestling. Yeah. You got tastes of everything you did. here. Uh and and those top three matches, they were, you know, the 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 prime course that you were there for. You yeah. were uh whether it was the the old school heat of Okada J. White where you yeah. want to see that baby face get that win over the dick heel. I know it's uh, so good. And hey, People popping for the dropping of the long boys. Yeah, I know. As we see the Okada thighs once again. Yeah, um, dreamy, <laughs> dreamy thighs uh, of Okada there. Yeah, well, and and the Okada story is. I'm sorry, I totally derailed you. No, it's okay. Um, the Okada story is interesting because, like you said, you really wanted to see him get back on track. He he went full Rainmaker. Exactly. You know? The Rainmaker came back. He wasn't broken anymore, and he lost. Yeah. So where does this uh, lead Okada? Does it lead to another mental breakdown where he's bringing balloons and looking all weird and everything? Yeah. Or does it lead to a full-on change of character and persona? Yeah. Uh, it's kind of – it's really interesting to see where he's going because he's, you know, been the Rainmaker for so long. And, yeah. you know, the Rainmaker pose. I love that dramatic zoom in when he does yes. that. The camera work in New Japan – Out of this world. Is so fucking good. Out of this world. Um. Just the way they frame things, I love the quick, dramatic zoom-ins on things. It just mm-hmm. it adds a, a level of intensity to it that you don't get yeah. a lot in 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 American product. Um, but Jay White, man, that guy, I, I see it now. Yeah, you know, I see yeah. why they are are yeah, you, banking on him. What a difference a year makes. Yeah, because last year was his big debut as the Switchblade against Tanahashi. Uh, frankly, kind of stunk it up a bit. It, was it wasn't great. Yeah, uh, and here he is. He's fully formed. He, yeah, like that is uh, the the proof in the pudding of getting behind a guy, strapping the rocket to him, and believing in them. Yeah, that they can deliver. Uh, because hey, after that first Tokyo Dome match last year, you could have very easily written them off and said, "All right, we'll do better next time." Yeah. <laughs> but they played it out, yeah. and that guy is a top tier New Japan star. Yeah, from being a young lion to this, in in, in just a handful of years. He's I mean, twenty four, twenty five, yeah, twenty six. I think. Yeah, I think they yeah. said uh, wh- it's crazy, uh, crazy. Uh, and then you had Naito Jericho, which was the crazy brawl. I liked their one at Dominion more. But I, I thought it was very good. Uh, uh, I, have to, I have to watch the Dominion one again. I remember really enjoying that. I, yeah. I, I, I thought this was 
one of the top two matches of the night, pro- uh, probably. Um, I loved the uh, pile driver on the ramp, which yeah. apparently scalped portion of Jericho's skull. Did you see his photo? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Big, yeah. Big, big chunk of hair missing from uh, that's probably still sitting on the ramp at, uh, at Tokyo Dome. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, he returned the favor with that killer DDT on the, oh my God. On the tables. Dude planted his head hard. <laughs> yeah. It was glorious. Shades of Rob Van Dam with the, uh, yeah. the balance on his own goddamn head. Yeah, that was uh, that oh. was killer. Uh, there were there were a lot of fun uh, kendo stick style. When Naito yeah. was like, you know, uh, squaring up his, uh, his home run stance, <laughs> I pops because, you know, I'm a baseball fan and I I know they love baseball in, in Japan as well, so that yeah. was a uh, that was some good shit there. Um, and, you know, just Jericho being a motherfucker. You yeah, know, he looked ridiculous. <laughs> exactly, it was just he looked like he should be going to a fucking cure show. <laughs> 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 I I got sent uh, again. My buddy Mark sent me a meme. You know that one um, viral video of the weird goth kids dancing under a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> he photoshopped Jericho into that, and nice. he fits in surprisingly well. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. But you know, yeah. <laughs> Jericho going to Jericho, and the guy is still really fucking good. He that lion salt was as good as I've ever seen it. Yeah. Um. You know, maybe. maybe uh, a little more winded than in years past. Um, it's just so interesting that, uh, you know, Jericho is almost 50, right? He's got to yeah, be. I think so. Uh, he still manages to, on a limited schedule, doing his own thing, do something new and different every yeah. time. And it's the king. Yeah. Uh, it's it, it's incredible. Just to, just to think, I mean... I, I've been a mark for him for so many years, yeah. you know, going back to the the conspiracy victim days and yeah. WCW, to think that I would, 20 years later, still be watching him, yeah. still be into what he's doing, and it not feel like um, uh, he was running back old favorites. Yeah. You know, there there are so many guys in his, who, who could be in his space, you know, uh, you, you look at anyone, you know, from the... the WWF heyday when they hit their late 40s. We're just like, all right, we're going to do my spots. Yeah. And we're going to go. Get my shit in and I'm done. Yeah. Well, slow down for me, brother. You know? <laughs> but instead, he's keeping up. He's doing unique and different things. Yeah. He's showcasing these guys. Yeah. And he's making as many stars with him as he's continuing to raise his own stock. I mean, it, it, it says a lot. You know, there was a time when people were talking about, you know, the, the Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling. Yeah. Jericho is a guy who would go, really? Jericho? Oh, no. He's, defi- he's definitely he's, on it. He's definitely proving it year in and year out. Yeah. Because he's able and willing to stay relevant in professional wrestling. Which is partly why, to circle back real quick, he I really feel like he needs to be a part of AEW. Yeah. If not just for his namesake of being in ring. I don't even think he needs to be in ring. Yeah. But I think having his mind back there mm-hmm. kind of helping mm-hmm. uh, put stories together. And, you know, I'm sure he has a... a, a, a Massive phone book of contacts. Oh, um, undoubtedly, from over the years undoubtedly. as well. Um, he is going to be a very valuable resource to those guys, and obviously, you know, with the whole Bucks of Jericho thing, and yeah, they're, they're friendly. Um, yeah, and he's been rumored to be part of this as well since October. Yeah, so we'll see if um, that does become a thing. You know, it, it is funny. Um, I noticed it the other day. Jericho's uh, pen click list thing is still in the WWE intro thing. Oh, I wonder funny. if he signs with AEW. Will that be edited out? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, I would assume, unless he's just like, I'm not signing contracts with anyone ever again. You know, handshake agreements, man. Yeah. You know, for him at this stage, 
I, yeah. I don't think it's a terrible hey, idea. Or it's worked for Minoru Suzuki for his entire professional wrestling career. Well, that, who's, who's not going to take him at his word? <laughs> He'll yeah. fucking murder you. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, you just look at a guy like him. You know how much of a, a of, of a track record he's built. Yeah, and he's another guy who, I mean, pushing fifty. Still relevant, but he just kind of goes from place to place, does his little yeah. thing, does something unique, fun and different, yeah. and delivers. Um, but to to go back to the Wrestle Kingdom card, that main event was everything you wanted it to be. Yeah, Jericho. Uh, Jericho. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Omega yeah. and Tanahashi. Yeah, um, those guys went out there and they told their story, which yeah. was a story of different stories. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and Jesus Christ. That one V trigger towards the end when Tanahashi was on the ropes. Yeah. I thought his head was gonna go into the fucking fiftieth row. Uh the the V trigger, the the knee the last second knee up on the high fly flow. Yeah. Uh the the moonsault off the uh the guardrail. Yep. Uh, that um, was amazing. Yeah. Beautiful. Holy with God. such little distance to I do know. it in. And he like Perfectly, his feet his feet came within yeah. inches of hitting those tables in the back. He, oh yeah, it, it could not have been performed more perfectly. The callback to the dragon suplex between Okada yep. and Omega. Uh, this time he got to do it on Tanahashi. Tanahashi not landing on his head, doing the full rotation. Oh, landed on his nose. Yeah, yeah, but still did Jesus, the full rotation. Yeah, he did. Um, Good lord, that was brutal. The the high fly flow to the floor through yeah. the table. Beautiful table break on that one oh, too. That table was about as thick as. Uh, <laughs> Still, I'm just saying, Japanese Amazon tables. Ships in. Japanese tables don't like to break. They no. got one that they broke. They got one that broke. That, yeah. But you could see like the yeah yeah the yeah. cardboard inside. Of it. I was like, ah, come yeah. on, at least cover it up. A uh, just uh, an absolute war between two of the modern greats. Yeah, and and that's what you want it to be. I'm not a stars guy. I'm not going to say five stars, six stars, seven stars. Right. I just know I saw two incredible professional wrestlers. Have an incredible match, and for that day, yeah, the ace was once again back in the sun. Yeah, and it nearly killed him, but he did. Yeah, <laughs> and and it paid off the entire year. Yeah, from him getting destroyed by Minoru Suzuki in February to building himself back up to having the miracle run through the G one. Yeah. and then being face to face with the guy who is saying you can't cut it anymore. Yeah. And showing that he still can. I mean, that's what pro wrestling's supposed it's to be. Great, it was a great story. Yeah. And there, there's, you know, their styles kind of met in the middle. You yeah. know, Tanahashi did some Omega E sort of things. And, yeah. And, and likewise. Um, and I think they went 30, somewhere between 35 and 40 minutes yeah. for it, which, you know, for Omega at this point in his career isn't, you know, yeah. he went like 70 minutes, I think, uh, earlier in the year. But for Tanahashi, you know, he's a. Uh, Got a couple years on him. Yeah, yeah. He's only got a few more of those left in him. Yeah, and that was that was a big time performance by yeah. Ace there. Yeah, it, it, it almost reminds me of John Cena's run against AJ Styles before yeah. before he left. That that idea of I'm going to push myself to my limit to make this. It's funny you bring that up because I was thinking during the match that it was sort of Cena uh, Punk oh, to me fair. because you know uh, Omega had the title. Yeah. And you're not sure where he's going to go. So yeah, yeah, if he yeah. wins, does he hold the title hostage? And does right, he, you right. know, does he escape through the crowd and blow a kiss to uh, to Harold Mage, who's sitting there with his, <laughs> you know, people who have bodies buried under their floors or whatever? Um, so yeah, with Omega though, 
he lost. Um, oh, Kota Ibushi was not his second, probably because he got concussed yeah. from Will Ospreay with a vicious Knocked elbow to the back of his head. Fuck out. Jesus. Um, then got to do a legit Stormbreaker to him. I oh know. my God. Yeah. By the way, can we take just a random moment to say, uh, at least for me, I think Will Ospreay is the best entrance music in professional wrestling right now. It's really fucking good. Like, it's stuck in my head for days <laughs> at a time. Still no Liger, but it's still really fucking good. <laughs> It, 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 and it fits him perfectly. It does. Too. Yeah. 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 He's man. I'm. I'm. I've become a huge Osprey Mark. Yeah. Uh, very happy. He and Ibushi, by the way. I don't know if it's just I haven't been paying close enough attention, but when I was watching their match, dudes looked beefy. Like yeah. oh, they no, looked no. like they they bulked up for that one for sure. Yeah. And uh, and and it paid off in in what I thought was gonna be more high flyer. It was just a fucking striker fest. God, that was that was wild. Of course, Jim Cornette hated it, but uh, but I quite enjoyed it. Uh, did Jim Cornette hate it, or is Jim Cornette working an angle where he tells people he hates it so they can listen to his podcast and hear him complain? Yes. Okay. Both, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think both, actually. Um, but yeah, that that match, uh, that match is great. Both of those guys uh, looked looked beefy. I tell you, who's like got the? I think the most impressive physique on the show is probably Ishimori, though. That yeah. guy is just ripped. He's just a ripped little guy. He's a, he's like a legit. He, he kind of looks like beef jerky it, 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 because <laughs> he he's not a he's not a big ripped guy. He's just like you see all his muscle, every muscle. <laughs> and he's he's just a tinier little guy. Yeah, he's just you just kind of want to put him in your pocket and just do the kung fu <laughs> grip when somebody gives you shit. Yeah. Um, uh, what else, the tag match. Uh, the, tag matches. Yeah, uh, I liked the junior match. Shingo looked like uh, a fucking beast. Yeah, and Fall Guy Bushi was not Fall Guy Bushi on that day. <laughs> I, I need to know more about uh, El Desperado because that's pretty much my jam. I was gonna say he he, he strikes me <laughs> as someone you'd like. Oh, and I always forget which ones. Which I think it was Yo looked like a fucking star. Whoever the blonde one is looked uh, with the white wearing white. Uh, no, wearing gold. That was show. Show, okay. Because I I looked it up during the match okay. to figure out who the fuck was okay. who. Show looked like a star <laughs> in that match. Like he's a guy who I think he did come out really nice. He's a guy who I think is going to slowly build up into the heavyweight ranks. Like he strikes me as a guy who could be a future star for them. Yeah, because he came off like one. Yeah, um, no, he had a hell of a showing. Yeah, even though Shingo was a beast that entire three way. That is true. Um, I that liked, was a fun match. I liked the three way tag, uh, the the heavyweight tag. Surprised by Lij winning. Yeah, I thought for sure G.O.D. was going to retain. So did I. Um, but another great match. Bucks went out on their back clean. I'm not sure how I feel about good guy Tamatanga. I know that's an angle. And yeah, I know it's not going to last. But I'm just yeah. It's just it's it seems a little too like on the nose, you know. Like yeah, he's going to turn on somebody eventually. Who the fuck's he going to turn on? You yeah. Know? Well, hey, they let Chase, Chase Owens and uh, Takashi back into uh, the Bullet the Club, BC, yeah, uh, during New Year's Dash, uh, right. which was kind of an uneventful show. Yeah, I don't remember seeing much come of it. Yeah, it was basically just all the angles you thought they were going to build. They're continuing the build. Okay. <laughs> right. After the past few years of New Year's Dash being like a big angle show, this was almost sure. like a oh okay. Well, a lot of angles were paid off at uh, Wrestle, at Kingdom. Wrestle Kingdom, and and I think that's the thing that is so kind of cool about new japan booking it's this idea of you know where the story's gonna go and we're gonna give it to you yeah it's not and they do yeah you think you know where the story's gonna go swerve, then swerve baby swerve. yeah yeah no it's like i want to see tanahashi reclaim his place as the ace one last time yeah. in the sun and we got it and now they're one and one yeah 
Yeah, you gotta have both that. guys pointed out that they're one and one. Right. So almost as if they could have a rubber match. Yeah, possibly in a big show in yeah. 2019. Yeah. Possibly in the states. Possibly, possibly in New York in a couple months. Possibly in front of two gentlemen who are on this podcast <laughs> who will be removed for MSG for removing their pants. Yes. During said match. Correct. This and, is things that will happen. And just hopefully shitting on the floor like wizards do, apparently. <laughs> Except we don't have wands to no, uh, no. clean it up. Um, yeah, I think uh, that that's an idea you floated out to me on, I think, Friday. Um, yeah. Uh, that's where I wanted to go. But I recognize three and a half mil is three and a half mil. That's true. It is. But, you know, I, like I said earlier, I'm not sure... If Omega is uh, has, a money guy, has green in his eyes, you know, maybe he, like you said, really fell in love with Japan and and, and wrestling over there, and, and yeah. wants to stay. And there's still a possibility he could work with AEW, but I, my gut is telling me he's going to be in New Japan for a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, the, you know, the, again, the, maybe it's a wishful thinking thing, but well, the the way it's been described is the best case scenario for AEW is they have a working relationship with New Japan. Sure, yeah, and and the way that they're looking at it is, um, they don't want to do house shows. They they want to do TV tapings and pay per view events. Smart. So the idea would be if they're doing TV tapings on Tuesday, real easy to do a show in Japan Friday or Saturday night. Yeah, and come in and out for big shows, and. You know what? That's how they've kind of worked with C- Cody and the Bucks and Omega to this point. Yeah. Wouldn't hurt anything to have Kenny come in, do big matches with big names, then do AEW on Tuesday nights, just go back and forth and back and forth. Like It's a lot of miles. It's a lot of miles, but, I mean, it's not that different from what they've been doing. No, it, no, it just not. puts it in a, in a more reasonable schedule because, you know, they only have to work two times a week if that. That's true. That's true. Yeah, and then the 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 rumor is they're shooting for Tuesday nights to fill yeah. the void that SmackDown will leave once they move to Fridays. God, that would be what Monday nights Raw, uh-huh. Tuesday night AEW. Yep. Wednesday night is NXT and NXT UK and two hundred five live and Lucha if it ever comes back. Lucha if it comes back. Hey, they were just saying yesterday it's it's in progress. Oh really? Um, I didn't uh, see that. Or, Rather, uh, AAA said that they were continuing the relationship. That's that's what it was. Well, I mean, the relationship is there. If the money's not there to, to film the shows, then there's no show. I'm just saying, I don't know why AAA would, would extend their relationship if there weren't a reason. Um, anyway. I'm still cautiously optimistic, but I still have a, a death feeling sinking in my gut about it. Fingers are crossing that yeah. one. So that's Wednesday. Thursday is what? Impact. Uh, not anymore. Oh, that's right. They're moving to Friday. Well... Will that happen once SmackDown does, or uh, no? No, that, that's, that's that's already happened. Yeah, that's where where it's going to debut. Okay, so All right. Thursdays is apparently the night without professional wrestling. Something will pop up. When's MLW? So uh, MLW Fridays. is Friday nights. Okay, SmackDown is Friday nights. Uh-huh. Uh, Impact will be Friday nights. Okay, and the Ring of Honor is syndicated randomly Wherever. on weekends. At Three a.m. on your local <laughs> Sinclair affiliate. Hey, it's on like three in the afternoon on Sundays here. No, I know. I <laughs> I used to be on, a, I think, at 11 on Saturday nights, too. On the yeah, yeah, yeah. Case. Um, so, yeah, pretty much every night of the week is getting wrestling, and pretty much every night of the week is getting filled with companies that are doing well. I mean, MLW signing guys to contracts, and yeah, they're doing well enough. 
Um, it's, it's a good time to be a wrestling fan as long as you're not a hater dickhead. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, I, I just... I am excited. It's not often you can say this on the Rough House podcast. <laughs> Especially, hey, a year in. Yeah. I still got my shine about this. Yeah. <laughs> I am excited about the future of professional wrestling. Yeah. Until I watch Monday Night Raw. <laughs> <laughs> the Rough House Podcast is a weekly podcast. The Rough House Podcast is a weekly podcast featuring one guy whose radio dreams came true and another guy who failed miserably at being a successful broadcaster. And Marty. Follow us at RoughHouseSGW on Twitter and Facebook.com slash The Rough House Podcast. Become a donor to The Rough House at Patreon.com slash The Rough House Podcast. And check out our videos at YouTube.com backslash channel backslash capital U C E G J 2 one N lowercase W capital G lowercase K capital P M lowercase L capital D N seven lowercase C three lowercase R lowercase F U V Q. This is the, the Rough, House, Rough Pod. House uh podcast with Justin and Christoph. That's it. Fuck Christoph, he's terrible with his information. The preceding presentation was brought to you by the Realm Network. This is WWE Chairman Vince McMahon. Well, the whole be a star thing didn't pan out. So be a dick. Bounce that little shit's head off a locker. How about a swirly, you little four-eyed bitch? Oh, is that your asthma inhaler? It's mine now. Oh, looks like you got a big tray full of food. It's up in the air. Be a dick. Oh, that kid can't afford the same type of clothing that you have? The high-end, fashionable stuff all the popular kids are wearing? Yank his headgear out! Be a dick! You don't play sports? What a little bitch! Smack him in the ass and pull his underwear over his head! Be a dick! Oh, look at the little math genius, the math lead, trying to take wee-wee number one with your little candy corn dick. Time for a swirly. Drinking your own little peanut dick juices, dork. Be a dick.